Welcome back to the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I am an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group, which is the San Jose Mercury and East Bay Times. And I publish the website, theweeklydriver.com. My colleague is Bruce Aldrich, and we are the co-hosts of the Weekly Driver Podcast. Today, our guest is Mel Weiss. And he has a new project uh, in the in the wacky, crazy, always evolving uh, world of Tesla. So, welcome to our podcast, uh, Mel. How are you today? I'm fine. Great. Could you introduce us to your your book and tell us its title and and why you've decided to uh, to tackle this project? Okay. Well, the book is called Tesla Model Three Revealed, and. Way back in July of 2017, I did a lot of research on the Teslas, and one thing I found was most people love the cars. They had some problems with fit and finish and other things that were wrong with a new product, but they all said they love the cars. So I'm an auto enthusiast, so I said, wow, I'm going to put an order in. So I put an order in in July of 2017, Lo and behold, in August second, two thousand eighteen, I got it delivered. How but, do you uh, like the car? I love the car. I, I I really don't put it to to the routine that a lot of other people put it through. I don't put it into uh, the uh, uh, enhanced hands auto drive that much, especially around turns. I'm just not that comfortable yet, but I will be. I will be. I'll get there. But it's a great car. I mean. No gas. The only things that you need to put into a car like that is windshield wiper fluid and tires. That's it. Nothing yes. more than that. And so the, the and so the the book project. Uh, you wanted to uh, share your experiences and and why did you feel that this was necessary uh, at this time? Tesla's been out for what um, ten or eleven years now and. And um, so why did you tackle this, this uh, project in, in book form? A Tesla is like no other car. You buy a car, like a Buick or a Chevrolet, you look at the thick manual and you, you, you wade through it. But Tesla is not like that at all. It, it gives you over-the-air updates all the time and fixing the cars that have problems with it. Uh, so you need, you need to have some, something other than a manual, which is... There really isn't any, really, not really. But uh, you need something else. I have a lot of friends of mine, older friends of mine, who won't tackle Tesla because they say it's too complicated. Yes. Complicated. I mean, what's complicated about it? Well, it is complicated. So I decided to write a book. Why doesn't Tesla develop and, and work out these bugs before they make a poor consumer part of the test team, unknowingly? <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, if you've ever written software, you know it's not out writing a software that you think that will do work. Then you find out later on there are small bugs in there sure. that don't work as well, and you fix it. And it's nothing like, like that when I'm in cars in my garage in a Wi-Fi setting, and I get an indication that the software's going to be updated, and voila, the blind spot, the blind spot uh, fix was the greatest fix for me. Because it didn't really have a good blind spot system, but over time they fixed it with version 9.0. So anyway, it's a great technology car. And the most important thing for me is that also it will be eventually a self-driving car, which is no other car will do that. 
The Tesla Model 3 was designed to be a self-driving car. The Model X and the Model S were not. So this car will be, within four or five years, maybe before that, a full, fully functional self-driving car. So you like the advanced uh, autopilot, I think they call it. And you, yeah, you like yeah, the yeah. development I'm, so far, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. But I'm, I'm very conservative engineer. I've always been that way. I, I do it only, I wouldn't do it on the two shop turns. I know it will work. I read articles that it does work. I read, just read an article yesterday about a guy going down a mountain, steep mountain, in, in the enhanced auto drive, auto, enhanced auto uh, drive, and it works fine. I would never do that. I'm just too conservative. But eventually, as, as time goes on, and these cars do, do what they say they're going to do, people will get used to that. And I think that's, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah. Hey, Mel, jumping over into the more into the publishing side, um, as, yeah. as, a, as a journalist, I'm curious to know, um, you've done this in an e- e-book format, and it, it's your right. book is available on Amazon and uh, other uh, downloadable areas. What what was that process right. like for you? How did you decide what to include? Did you put three by five cards on on the bulletin board and kind of wean it down <laughs> into certain topics, or tell us through the process? Take us through the process of of writing a book, and was well, it is it your first book? No, I wrote, I wrote a book in 1980. <laughs> wow. <time> ago. Yes. <laughs> For microprocessing fundamentals, hardware and software, and we split it. We decided to do ten chapters. We split up, split up five chapters for me, five chapters for my friend, and, uh, and we worked on that. But that was that's a different process. I did it uh, differently. I, I wrote down on a three by five card all the things that the card did, we're going to do, and uh, I started looking and researching that. But it was a, uh, it was really a. The pants design really wasn't a, a really formal way of writing a book, I'm sure. Yes. And I, I, uh, I had my daughter review it. I review it. They reviewed it for the, the spelling more than the grammar, but um, it, it, it worked out very well. The book, I think, I think the book is really great for first time users. If you're going to buy a car, like a Tesla, like a Tesla, you really want to get this book. And find you find out that lots of things in the book really do do you uh, will, will be very helpful, such as um, if you want to charge you at your residence, you need to learn about how to call a guy up and bring a guy in to, to charge. If you have a garage, hopefully you have a garage, and you, have, you can get that charged up. And some people, I had three people come in. One guy charged fifteen hundred dollars. We redo my whole wiring system. I said goodbye. The second guy came in at around four fifty. Another guy at three fifty, two fifty. I chose the one in the middle, and he did a great job. Great. great. What do you uh, think? What do you think about hooking that up to solar panels? Do you have that? Uh, one day, one day. Not now. I'm sure it will be eventually available. But no, no, yeah. So it's nice to. Uh, I charge the car about every uh, um, every third day, second or third day. Um, and in, in that, there's the articles about, and it's in the book, that maximizing your lithium ion battery life. Uh, yeah, tell us about that. Uh, what are some tips on yeah. maximizing the battery life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some people who don't really understand what's going on, they charge it fully all the way, 100% every time. 
they find out over, over time the battery wears out, which is, and that's for the charge of lithium-ion battery until it's full amount. It's recommended in the book, I have read articles about that, to charge at 70%. So if, if your range is, three, my range is 310 miles, 70% of that is on, on 220 miles. So every, every charge, I'm going to charge up to 220 miles. Now, experts say the lithium-ion batteries will last over 10 years. 10 years we do it that way. What about what about sorry? What about supercharging? That can't be good on them, is it? The the Tesla supercharge system. Is, yeah, yeah. Supercharge charging at home takes about five hours. Charging with a supercharger takes they say thirty minutes. Right. And it is a fast charge. Not really recommended on a daily basis. If you're going on a long trip, you need to use it. But uh, yeah, I've, I've used a supercharger only once, and I have around eight, nine thousand miles on the car right now. So, yeah, I, I will use that on my next trip. Uh, it charges to first, to its fullest. I'll get 310 miles on full charge. And, uh, again, you're not supposed to do that on a regular basis. It's meant to be just on occasion only. Hey, Ray, this, this probably doesn't pertain to you now because you, you've had your car for a while. But some of the things that the average consumer, whether they're considering, you know, a hybrid car or a hydrogen car or a, a fully electric vehicle – there's always that um, dilemma of potential uh, range anxiety. And I think that um, I've read a number of stories that the people who are driving for 30 or 40 years, they would just never consider, you know, changing their driving pattern, whether even if it's in a hybrid vehicle. So what what has been your experience and did you uh, experience any of the range anxiety or are you far removed from that now and it's not even in your thought process? Well... I read articles about people actually going down to 10 miles of range and, and then they have to get get a truck to the nearest station to get charged again. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's, there's range anxiety. You're right. A, a gas-powered engine, you can go almost anywhere and find a gas station. That's true. Yes. That's true. You really don't, don't worry about it. But you will worry about that. But Tesla and Elon Musk is very smart. They have lots of... Uh, Supercharged all over the all over the country. In fact, your phone, your phone, you're driving, driving a car. You simply have to navigate. I'll tell you where the nearest supercharger is mm-hmm. within miles. So it's like there. So if I so I'm, so if I'm at 50 miles left on my on my, on my charge, I'll look for a supercharger or a charger if I'm on the road. And I, you hit the navigate. There's a whole list of ch- where they are. And I'm talking about one. I'm talking many, many. Yeah, I, I imagine if you're out in in God's country somewhere, you may not only find one or two. But yeah, there's, there's some problem with that. Uh, yeah, again, as more electric cars come into the market, they find more superchargers, more chargers. So I, th- I, don't, I don't think about it. Gotcha. Hmm. Now, did you, enter, did you enter the electric car world based on your uh, experience as an engineer or your environmental concerns, or it was a curiosity to you at first? Why... And how did you make that decision to, to purchase a Tesla in the first place? Uh, well, that's a good question. I, I guess part of it was environmental. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't like smelly gas in my hands. Every time I get my gas changed, I get gas load up. That's yes. one thing. Uh, no one likes that. Um, and, uh, that was really, uh, I didn't really think much of uh, um, that. I, I just felt that 
electric vehicles are the future, the vehicles of the future. and uh, Tesla's the best car right now out there by far. Mm-hmm. All these other electric cars I don't, don't compare with the Tesla. We've been reading up many, many articles that are written up that Tesla is more than a couple of years ahead of anybody else. So we'll, we'll stick with my Tesla. What do, you, what do you think? Have you looked at the competition? The competition is coming on strong. They've got, you know, the new Leaf, the extended range Leaf. They've got everything. Yeah, yeah. The Leaf is a good car, uh, but the range is not that bad, not as much. And, uh, again, it, it doesn't have the over-the-air fixes that, that the Tesla has. Very important that, that, that over-the-air fixes are available to you. And that's the best, I mean, Greatest thing as an engineer and doing some software in my, my days, whenever there was a problem with the hardware or software, which was a software I needed to be fixed, the guy, software guy would come in, do a few things, and fix. It's really nice. nice. Nice feeling. Now, Ray, whether it's a Tesla, which in California, of course, we're seeing more and more of them, or it's another one of the cars I've been able to review, if it's a unique vehicle, um, one tends to get more reaction from the public. Um, even though there are quite a few Teslas, have have you had any unique experiences where you're charging and you know somebody else is there and they compliment you, or uh, have there been other anything out of the ordinary that you'd ha- have uh, experienced other than being in a regular car? No, not really. I mean, they they stop me and and I'm the supermarket. And someone's on say that Tesla. Said, yeah, and he said, Wow, there's no, there's no what do you push button do you push? There's no button. They push. There's no button. It's right. all on my iPhone. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all there. And my iPhone has a monitor. I might, my monitor, I have annual knowledge. My phone has a charge. Lots of good things on your iPhone. So it is a high-tech car, and will remain so. But I think, again, uh, I can't see anything, anything better out there right now. All these other cars are, are good. A lot of people have a... Uh, that's a car and a gas engine car, but but you know for short range driving electric cars are okay, but for long trips, no, you can't do that. In the sports world, sometimes my friends, Bruce, for example, and other friends will, uh, at least I have difficulty sometimes um, removing uh, the human being from from the athlete. So there's plenty of controversial athletes who I have difficulty following because of their, you know, who they are. I'm not. It sounds like I'm judging them, but some of their some of their habits are unusual, uh, and so I have a t- tough time following them as an athlete and, and respecting them. Um, and obviously, you know where I'm going with this. Elon Musk is a very controversial fellow, and you know he puts himself in in unique situations. So, um, do you have an opinion about uh, Elon Musk or the, the car is so fascinating that well, that you just remove I yourself remember, from? I'm old enough to remember Howard Hughes. Yes, I think I live my. Must be Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes, the very brilliant guy as Musk is, does some really crazy things as Howard did. Howard had affairs with Marilyn Monroe, all these women. He did crazy things. He, 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 I read some of it. He couldn't, for a while, he kept washing his hands. He wouldn't touch people. Yes. He was weird. Yes. And, so, and, and Musk is a little bit on that line, really. But let's face it, he's brilliant. Yes. And things like that, yeah. He does some stupid things like looking pot in front of, in front of a TV audience. Yeah, That's smart. yeah, yeah, no. That's a very good answer. I think I appreciate that. I never really put the 
the eccentricity, if you will, of Howard Hughes and compared him to Elon Musk. They're, they're brilliant people, obviously, and, and they have their uh, foibles, as all of us do, but theirs are just more in the spotlight, I guess, because of who they are. Uh, so thank you for that comparison. I hadn't thought of that. As I said, that's great. It's great. Yeah, he's just uh, a brilliant guy who does other things. I mean, he's done the he's doing the the tunnel the the, the company has doing the tunnel. He just got an award a contract to build a tunnel in, in Las Vegas. Going, I mean, he's brilliant. Yes, but uh, I, mean, I don't know how he does all that. I don't know how how you did what he did either. Right, say, right. The spruce, spruce. Same, same people. You put them, you put them on a pedestal and forget about them. They can do no wrong. I mean, they do wrong, unfortunately. You just have to realize that that's where they are. Yeah. Great. Uh, Ray, to, to reiterate, can you take us through the, the, the book and where it's available and uh, the cost and what, what the reaction's been so far, or is it so new that it, you haven't had a chance to you know, take a look at the numbers? Uh, it's too new. I, have, I, really haven't, I really haven't marketed very well. I'm not a good marketer. marketer. I'm really not good at that. That's not my, my what I do well. Uh-huh. But uh, it's, it's it's not really sold much. I've, I've had it. I've set it up to where can you get it? Amazon, Barnes Noble, even Google Google Play. It, it runs the, the print version is around ten ninety five. Mm-hmm. It's cheap, and the it's only it's only twenty five pages. Yes. So it's not that big, but it, it, it's it's good enough for someone who needs to know about Tesla. A lot of good stuff in there. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's just, well, anyway, um, that's. I think it's a pretty good investment for three bucks. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a, you're going to get a wealth of knowledge for, for, and that's the beauty of ebooks. You can download them and you can li- listen to them at oh, your leisure sure. or read them at your leisure, and yeah. it's great. The ebook, the ebook is like five or six dollars, maybe something like that. But the print book is ten ninety five. Yes. Uh, again, and all the links in the book. I have a, another way. You can go to a website where all the links I have in the book or the ebook, either one. Are, are, if you go to a, any, any laptop or, or, or desktop, you can actually go to all the links uh, with that. So. I, I, I want to correct my. Did you say originally that I make a mistake? Did you say two ninety five or ten ninety five? Ten ninety five. Thank you. I'm sorry for the mistake. I'm sorry for the mistake. It's still a good bargain at ten bucks. So I, I'll correct myself. That's 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 a good deal. Yeah, not even. I go for breakfast every day with my wife, and it still costs me twenty five, three bucks. <laughs> there you go. Now, now you go for breakfast. Just don't go for breakfast that day and buy buy the car, buy the book. You there you break. go. There you go. Hey, we're since we're talking about cost, what do you you being an engineer, you must have figured out how many. Uh, how much it costs to go a, per gallon? How much you're paying for electricity in that thing? Uh, yeah, I, I called my my SDE, my electric company, try to see if I can get a good deal, but they won't they won't budge. It still costs around about ten, about, I would say about ten dollars a fill up. Okay, and that's so, the seventy percent. So what is that? Two hundred. Yeah, three hundred ten miles. Um, well, for me, two hundred twenty miles. Well, 220 miles for 10 bucks. Yeah, gas engine cars run what? In California, we're, we're over, over almost four dollars, uh, almost four dollars a gallon. So right, you know, try to 
Are you, so you're, you're saying twenty two yeah. cents a gallon? I mean a mile? That's right. Twenty two cents a yeah. mile. Roughly is that's, what your guest did. That's pretty uh-huh. good. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, that's what it is. I feel like my LC bill goes about ten dollars every time I fill up. Well, Ray, we wanna we wanna thank you for being our guest today yeah. on the Weekly Driver yeah. Podcast. Mel, what did I say, Ray? I, I, we we had another guest on earlier. I beg your pardon, Mel. Thank you, thank you, and and people check out his book on uh, Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. And uh, obviously, you have great knowledge of your experience in the Tesla, and it's uh, it's still you know the car has changed the automotive industry. We all know that. And Elon, as you mentioned, is a controversial fellow. But you know, when we go to auto shows and we see friends that have them, it's it's just a, ever fascinating. Um, automobile it's the model t if you will of of uh of today and which has changed the world so thank you again for for being our guest and um best of luck with the project and and best of luck with your car thank you i appreciate that okay nice nice day bye-bye the weekly driver podcast gets support from americantrucks.com visit www.americantrucks.com uh, we wanted to reintroduce our guest um, halfway through, in case people joined us. Um, Ray Elliott, he's the you know veteran tow truck driver. We've we've talked to him now a couple times, and I've spoke with, spoken with him and written about him a little bit. He he just provides a whole new wealth of knowledge uh, for the crazy world of driving. Whether you're in the Sacramento area, which he is today, or the Bay Area, the Silicon Valley, which is you know a crazy world of driving, and he also has taken upon himself to publish the website Idiots on the Interstate where he has commentary and he has these great videos that he makes that just show people at their worst. And sometimes it's, we, we've discussed um, his relationship with CHP officers and lo- other law enforcement, but sometimes those people make, make mistakes as well. So Ray, how about in that area? Um, uh, not to speak ill of the people who are saving lives or helping saving lives, but Sometimes you come up, up upon people who should know better law enforcement, and and they might be doing something wrong as well. Is that tr- that's true, right? Well, well, the quote of the CHP officer last week: "Just because you have a gun and a badge doesn't mean you know what the hell you're doing." Yeah. <laughs> yeah have you ever told them? Have you ever told them that? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Uh, well, you. Look at my site. There's a couple incidents of CHP officers that I caught on camera just being absolutely ridiculously stupid. And I told the CHP officers out on the streets about it, and they've looked at it and gone, oh, great. Oh, I just watched an idiot do an illegal U turn. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> Dangerous one, too. <laughs> yes. I, I guess I would ask, and, and lastly, for our episode today, I would, can, is it feasible? Is it, is it, is it okay or, or diff, too difficult to to condense maybe the one thing that you would say to the public? I think you mentioned earlier about turning off your phone. Is it using your turn signal? Is it just having a presence on the road? What what couple of things can you give us that are just good common sense knowledge for the driver who seems to be an idiot on the interstate? Unfortunately, the idiots don't ever learn. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, number, number one put down your damn phone that is probably the biggest cause of crashes in the silicon valley yes uh number two pay attention to your car so something as simple as bending over and looking at your tires can save your life yes um um just pay attention 
pay attention. Look ahead. You don't need to be looking at your radio. You don't need to be hitting your cigarette or playing with your phone. But as, as you were, as I did, I pulled over to have a conversation with you to a nice safe spot because I don't talk on the phone while I'm flying down the freeway normally. Gotcha. Sometimes I have to because I can't get the proper information from the auto club. So I have to call people and get information that I didn't get. But other than that, I try not, well, I use my phone as my dash cam, so I can't play with it. So I can't look at it. It's always running and it's out of arm's length. Well, so what have so, you seen funny? I mean, as far as I'm sure people like are shaving, people are, you know, <laughs> Netflixing, they're watching their uh, Netflix. What else do they do? Uh, uh, I've seen the shaving. I've seen the teeth brushing. I, I, I love watching women put on makeup in heavy traffic because they're going to shove that eyeliner through their eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, that's, that's great in the weirdest way. <laughs> When they rear in somebody and their airbag goes off, they're going to shove their whole arm through their eyeball. Um, it, oh, I've seen, I've seen just about every form of getting sex in the front. That's just car. what I was going to go with next. That was having good ghost. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to phrase it, but you said it just directly. I, I imagine that you have seen that as well. Yes. I just watched another person do an illegal U-turn. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You well, got some intelligent ones there, Sacramento. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, we do sometimes. Well, Ray, we really want to thank you uh, again. Uh, you're, we have had a few repeat guests, and you're one of them now. And, and you're, it's just a fascinating time to listen to your stories and to, to, to uh, soak up your knowledge about idiots on the interstate. And uh, we'll look forward to posting the podcast and being in contact with you again and refresh everybody's uh memory visit uh, ray's site uh, idiotsontheinterstate.com there's a fantastic array of videos and his commentary on the, on the world of driving and and all those things that we have to do most of us and and why people do it so poorly so ray thanks again for being our guest someday we're going to meet and have a cup of coffee or whatever but thank you again for your time today ray really appreciate oh, it thanks thank ray you, okay cheers bye-bye the weekly driver podcast gets support from AmericanMuscle.com, your late model Mustang and F-150 authority, bringing you the hottest products and top-notch customer service for over a decade. No one makes it easier to modify your ride. Visit AmericanMuscle.com today 